What kind of tree would you want to be? Probably a live oak. They're, so like they're, they're hardy. I want to be a crepe myrtle. Yeah, I want something to be that's hardy that I know is not going to just die mm-hmm. once I'm gone. Yeah. Something that can withstand the Texas heat yeah. and uh, that'll grow big and strong. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I love a good chocolate mimosa too. Yes. Those are beautiful trees. Well, and when I was a little girl, my neighbor had a weeping willow. Oh. is inaccurate. I answered for her. Wait, oh yeah, he's younger than that. No, he's whatever. <laughs> That's not why I like that number. That's I like that number. Here, yeah, I've liked that number for a long time. Um, but yeah, I think I used to play sports by that number, one of them, that in 16. My college ex-boyfriend's number was 15. Really? So, so that's, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, okay, so you know how Lauren said she'll do a theme party for her big 4-0, which is going to be a, a couple more years. So maybe more than a couple, maybe like. Oh, it's a, it's a long time from now. It's a long time. So on her 4-0, we're going to do a themed party. And I sent you a theme. Did you see it? Yes, the uh, nudes. Yeah, it said, let me, no, it said, let me see your nudes. Yeah. And everybody wore, like, all these different, like, styles of nudes. It could be leopard. It could just be, but it was so cute. I was like, that is a great themed, like, birthday party. Yeah, I liked it for sure. I thought it was pretty great. It could be, like, a classy 40. I mean, right now, uh, I was thinking of having, like, a prom. But, yeah, that works, too. <laughs> this is the... If that doesn't explain our personalities, though, <laughs> like, even down to how we dress, like, I would have a nude. <laughs> not not people coming nude, but wearing nudes, neutrals. You want people to come And nude. you would have... I mean, that you technically, your skin is a neutral, so if you want to come naked that's fun too but and then lauren's like well i'm thinking like prom i like shiny things mrs you're not allowed to come to my funeral unless you're wearing sparkles oh that's true sparkles feathers fringe or rhinestones you heard it here you have to have one of those things to even get into the room (laughs) (laughs) not why she's alive and i want a bedazzled coffin no i'm gonna be cremated so i'm gonna turn into a tree Ooh, you're gonna do what Keely mentions in Ted Lasso? Oh yeah, but this has been a plan for like ten years. What, I if, read about you, what if your tree like Nope ends I already up being got it. shitty? Nope, I already got it. What kind of tree it. would you wanna be? Probably a live oak. They're, they're, like they're, they're hardy. I want to be a crepe myrtle. Yeah, I want something to be that's hardy that I know is not gonna just die mm-hmm. once I'm gone. Yeah. Something that can withstand the Texas heat. Yeah. And uh That'll grow big and strong. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I love a good chocolate mimosa too. 
Yes. Those are beautiful trees. Well, and when I was a little girl, my neighbor had a weeping willow. Oh. And I used to drive. Pocahontas. Oh, I love. Oh. She would like fake canoe okay. under it. Okay. <laughs> this is my time to shine. So I was eight, nine years old, and Pocahontas came out right around the same time, like seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. So I was that age. I used to go hunt uh, arrowheads with my like real dad yeah. and then and go fishing so I was like all into the same the stuff my babysitter was Choctaw Indian and so I was very close with her Mrs. Wheeler and so I was very in touch or I felt like with a lot of Native American things that were happening in my seven eight-year-old mom, okay. nine-year-old mind okay and then Pocahontas came out and I are wanted, you saying you manifested Pocahontas no no I was saying I loved it so much, and I used to drive my bicycle underneath my neighbor's weeping willow tree, and I would pretend I was Pocahontas. <laughs> Fake canoeing. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, um, so I wanted to tell you guys a funny little story. Um, the other day, I think it was like Monday, Tuesday morning, I... Tuesday, yeah. I... Uh, <laughs> I, I was working from the house. I didn't have any appointments out that day, and it was kind of dreary. And so Deidre and I were sending shots to each other of us with, like, you know, we were doing some skincare. And that, uh, Anna looked horrible. We looked a little rough. Lauren was having a rough day, and I was like, at least you don't look like this. And then I was like, actually, I do. She goes, I have, cr- like, uh, zit cream on I my did. face. And I said, I do, too. I literally had it. And so it was like, we look bested. We will not share this. <laughs> no, but we are going to tell you the story now that we've set the scene. So we uh, were talking again a little bit later, and I had stopped at my neighborhood gas station. And I should know better because every single time I go in that gas station, I would say nine out of ten times, there's a good-looking man in there. And at nine out of those ten, I'm usually on the phone with her, and she's like, shit, shit, shit. And sometimes I'm like, I what? Sometimes, I, sometimes I'm rocking it. I, I remember one day I went in. And then uh, you really stretch on those days, don't you? <laughs> oh, I gotta remind them. So anyway, we uh, were chatting, and I'm walking through, and I'm literally telling her, I go, I am embarrassed. I should be embarrassed that I'm even going out in public like this. Because I had my hair up in a big bun right on top of my head with a dark red scrunchie, a pink T-shirt, <laughs> black loose bicycle shorts. Float. It was a lot happening, and I'm pretty sure I still had zip cream on my face. So I'm describing to her what I'm wearing, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I have this on, all this. I was like, I should be so embarrassed. And I was like, and I, my face is crusty. And she goes, why is your... Yeah, I was like, crusty? She goes, why is your face crusty? And I probably pretty loudly said, well, because I got that zip cream on there all crusted over. <laughs> and I said that as I rounded the corner and I made eye contact with this guy who... Uh, has been hitting on me for months. Like, I think I met him last <laughs> summer and uh, up at the little local Pablo's where I like to go. And uh, he's been asking me out, oh, you know, we need to connect. Maybe we can go for drinks. And literally last week he messaged me. He's like, uh, would you want to meet up for drinks sometime soon? I was like, sure, we'll see. I'm sorry, I'm busy again. And I said, but well, he, and she, whenever she met him like a year ago, she's like, he is so good looking. He's like, very good looking. So handsome. Yeah, and he was even cuter in person. <laughs> so anyway, he's standing there. And so, but last week he was like, 
Um, do you think that if we saw each other, you'd recognize me? And I said, yeah. Would you recognize me? He goes, oh yeah, I've seen your pictures. Uh, and so I turned the corner after loudly confessing to the entire gas station that I look homeless and have crust on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Repeated, because she didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> uh, and I turn around and we make eye contact and he's standing probably like three of the doors over and I look at him and then I like, I literally just grab my drink and like about face and walk up and I put sunglasses on and I start like being, I'm like, Oh, no, she started saying in the store, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. And I'm like, what? I'm thinking Satan walked in. She's like, who's in there? What's going on? And I, or what are you doing? Do you, do you know someone? I'm like, uh-huh. Like, I didn't want to answer because I didn't know where it was. And I'm not looking around at this yeah. point. So, anyway, it was uh, it was pretty funny. And so I sat there, and he, like, kind of walked up, and I just put my sunglasses on my face. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. I just wear my hats real low that day. She goes, you're not gonna say hi? Did did he see you? And I said, yes, but I'm not gonna let him look at I mean, I wouldn't have said hi either. (laughs) I would have just been like, didn't see you. What? You saw me today? Oh, did you? But I'm not gonna give him I don't think I went there today. Yeah, I didn't want to give him more of a chance to look any longer than he already did. You're not gonna, you don't need a closer look. Yeah. Also this week, uh, we had lunch with my dad, which was we really did. fun. It was so fun. I love her dad. He took us, you want to tell him all the places? We went to Ramen Head, because we all love ramen. And then we walked over to this new place in Rockwell that we love, uh, Fable and Fire, and all had like different coffee drinks. It was good. Well, like alcoholic coffee yeah well she while we were in there she tells um my dad that this is where she slid her digits to mr robot and then proceeded to have the worst state of her life yeah and then worst she's wearing this cute little sweater (laughs) (laughs) she's wearing this i'm sorry i have word vomit sometimes and forget who i'm around yeah well let me tell them so you We're sitting at the table. My dad's like, it's more in this beautiful little patio. We're drinking fancy coffee. It was a quaint setting. And she goes, I I think I complimented her, said something about her shirt. And she's like, yeah, I really, she's like, yeah, but, you know, I was debating on not wearing a bra because I hate wearing bras. But then, so I I didn't have one on, but then my pink little nipples were just sticking out through the holes. (laughs) Did I I didn't say that. Yes, you did. No, I just said She did. And my dad goes. (laughs) <laughs> That's all I said. Just kind of looked at me. Well, I also said I thought I could probably hide him with my hair, and then I was like, oh, see, she I knows better she not said risk it. it. She knows. She I said. just have never referred to my nipples as pink little nipples. Well, you so. did to my dad, and then my little Oops. pink nipples were just poking out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. And then she goes, but then I put a little bralette on, and then my dad goes. What's a bralette? <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's like a training bra, but for women. <laughs> like, no padding. <laughs> uh, so that was funny. And then also what was funny is that Daydre then leaves. Mm-hmm. She has to go work. I should have. Yes. But I'm kind of hit birthday week, so I'm in that. She's in birthday behavior mode. We've already discussed it. Till next week, guys. And uh, so... Somehow or another, young buck comes up prior to her leaving. She starts talking something about fishing. Oh, alligator gars. We're talking about alligator gars. 
So we walk over, my dad has me walk with him and I grab another glass of wine, twist in my arm. And uh, so he starts talking about alligator garbs. And he's like, so is that what he does? And I'm like, yeah, I guess, maybe. And he's like, what? And this is probably creepy and I'm sorry, but I showed him the picture of the fish. Yeah. It's not just a fish. It's a freaking huge alligator guard. Yeah, so I was... I'm not getting in water. I can't see there anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. So my dad starts talking and asking me all these questions about what kind of line he uses, what what all of the... Power, I have no idea. So I just text him and I ask him, hey, real quick, what, what did, kind of line, how did you catch that fish? And my dad takes my phone and starts texting him saying my dad said you could go fishing with him now because he responded back I guess with the, the right answer my dad had asked a very specific question and he responded with the correct answer and so so he's like oh so he does know what he's he doing. does know yeah you got to pass the test he passed one of the initial tests the fishing test and so <sighs> the fishing knowledge test we realized we talked more about fishing on the show than I ever thought Do that we? we would Do yeah. we? We found that is it as much as we talk about condiments, though? Mustard? Mostly just all condiments. It's becoming a popular topic. It's that time of year. So, anyway, but I guess now that may happen. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> that gives me anxiety. Why? It's, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like my world to mix. That's true. Jeremy's calling. Should we answer? Sure. Jeremy. Hey, lady, what's up? You're live on the pod. I'm what? You're currently on the podcast. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jeremy. Hey. Hey, how well, you doing? I'm doing all right. Do I need to call you back or are we going to get some? I mean, do you have anything you want to talk about while we have you? Let me think of something spicy. Ooh, we love spice. We yeah, love so we can, talk, can we talk about the silly salmon situation? Silly salmon? Yeah, you know when you have a girl makes you uh, go so hard, you silly salmon on her ass? Oh, you <laughs> mean like go into like compulsions? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> That's only ever happened one time to me with a dude that I remember. So, so, uh, we can let all your listeners know that I am with the uh, woman I'm with because she makes me silly salmon every once in a while. <laughs> she silly salmon's a shit out of him. Yeah, well, more frequently than I've ever experienced before. <laughs> so, he's in love. It makes everything else worth it, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, whatever works. Yeah. That's some That's some good, insightful information, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Timing is, is everything, yeah. You know, and, and uh, 
You know, it, it, it makes it, uh, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, it's, it's weird talking about this, actually, now that I know it's on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to give us all that detail. It's okay. It's totally up to you. Well, it's just, uh, you know, when you're when you're doing what you got to do to stay alive, you know what I mean? And uh, the clinch game is on point, and you go into convulsions. You know, honestly, it's one of those times where literally, literally, y- your mind goes absolutely blank, and all you can think about is, holy fucking shit, this... Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't cuss. That's wrong podcast. No, we uh, cuss all the time, Jeremy. It's oh, do you? Yeah. Okay, good. Shows how much you've been listening. Yeah, right. I do got to catch up. I do got to catch up. Yeah. But no, it's legit my favorite thing in life, so. And, uh. That's wonderful. It's definitely a a memorable situation, you know, something you think about routinely, so it makes all the rest of it worth it. So she's just got you hypnotized with the voodoo clam. Yeah, I'm vagitized. That's what I Vagitized. I like that. Yep. Well, do you want me to give you a call after we're done? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just got to throw that randomly into your podcast, but whatever. That's okay. (laughs) We're being pretty random today, so it's fine. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye. I was supposed to spend 420 with my bestie over here, but she got busy. Well, I had like my aunt impromptuly stop by. She had a lot of stuff going on yesterday. Yeah, things that like were very unexpected, just one thing after another. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm too tired for this. <laughs> like, it's just. Well, and I was kind of like, eh, I need to get some stuff done anyways. My friend Jose called at like three, panicking because he needed a resume, which. Keep me in mind if you ever need your resume rewrote. I've done like five in the past week. It's been busy, but um. So he was like, "I need, I need it like today," and I'm like, "Oh, cool. Then you can just come and spend 4:20 with me and help me do it." <laughs> and so he was like, "Oh, okay." Which he wasn't all that annoyed. He wanted to come hang out. Otherwise, he wouldn't have called. But um. So he came over and we did his resume and we ordered food and took an edible and it was fun. I like that. Yeah, no, that sounds great. We uh, we were supposed to hang out. I did call her back around 5.36 to invite her over and she didn't answer and that's okay. She yeah. was busy. So I just wasn't free till later than I had planned. Yeah. But I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you saved the fort. Because I want to be the first one in it. Yeah, I know. Jose ended up leaving at like 10 or 11. And uh, he was like, I should have just stayed. And I'm like, well, yeah, we could have threw the tent up and built a fort. Like, And I wasn't lying. I was dead. I am dying for someone to come spend an evening with me and us put the fort up. Because well, I, I may it. do it tonight. I'd be totally down. I, I technically bought it for like when my niece and nephew come. But I'm like... This is, I bought an adult sized tent for a reason. I want to do this. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, this one's kind of fun. Yeah, we should do it tonight. I like it. Let's um, take a quick break for a short ad, and then we'll come back and tell a good story. Sounds good. And we're back. Hello. <sighs> okay, so I was going to tell y'all a story. Let's hear it. Story time. Um, and the reason I'm even going to tell the story is because last night when my friend Jose was over, catfishing got brought up. 
And I asked him, have you ever been like in-person catfish? Mm -hmm. And he was like, what do you mean? Like, what's the difference? And I'm like, the difference is when you meet someone in person and you have this idea of them and then you get like to where you want them, you get them to where you want them and realize, oh shit, they're not what you were thinking. Oh yeah. Yes. I consider that in-person catfishing. 100%. Yeah. So then I was like, well, he's like, give me an example. And I was like, oh, I have a perfect example. And in fact, I was texting my um, old roommate about it early, right before we started recording. Because I was like, do you remember this guy? I couldn't remember his name. She remembered his name. <laughs> and I'm the one that slept with him. So she, she's like, I remember because it was such a wild story. <laughs> anyway, so... I used to have this friend. His name was Jaron. I mean, we're still friends. I just don't see him that much anymore. Um, and he always has, like, very attractive friends. Um, Mr. Zaddy is actually one of his friends. Also okay. met him through Jaron. So, he had this other guy that he was, you know, acquaintances with, I guess. And they would be out all the time. And so, Jaron would always be like, hey, like, if you're free, come here, blah, blah, blah. So, I kept seeing this one specific guy out yeah. with him, and he was so good looking. I'm talking like tall. He had sleeves, like tattoo yeah. sleeves. He was always dressed to the nine. He just seemed like successful, had his shit together. And I was, I remember looking at Brooklyn and I was like, dibs. Like, yeah. I'm gonna make that a goal to hook up with him because I was going through my freshly single hoe phase. And uh, she just kind of laughed me off. But then it was like one night we'd gone out. I finally just got the guts to slip in my number. And it was not even a week later. This fool calls me. It was like a Thursday at 11 p.m. He had gone day drinking. And he was like, can you come get me? Which at that time, I lived like 10 minutes from downtown Dallas. So I was like, this is my opportunity. Here we go. Which... This just sounds like a bad idea, even, like, as I'm saying it, I'm like, you're such a, like, you were just, like, really wanting it. Okay. And so, I get there, go pick him up at this bar, he drunkenly gets in my car, and, you know, gives me directions to his house, and uh, he was like, just pull up to my car, Um, I'm going to get my license, and then we're going to go down to the 7-Eleven. And I'm like, Okay. So, we pull up to this car, y'all, and like I said, the guy's always dressed to the nine. So good looking. Pull up to this car. It's like a busted Toyota, and it is smashed all down the side, front to back, (laughs) and rusted. So, you know it's been damaged for a while. When it's like to the point of rusting, you're like, oh, that got wet, and it's been there a minute. So, he's like digging, rummaging through this what looks like a total vehicle to me pulls out his driver's license and I was like he gets back in the car and he's like oh, let's go to 7-Eleven like he's not gonna explain <laughs> the reason as to why his vehicle looks this way and I was like dude what happened to your like what happened to your car oh like I like sideswiped something and I'm like you sideswiped multiple things based up how this looked and he's like yeah and I got a D I've had a couple DUIs so my license is suspended so that's why I'm just like fuck it I'm not gonna get my car fixed so that's red flag one 
that was like, actually that should have probably been two because the phone call on a Thursday of him intoxicated and when he could have just called it. I feel like if I would have met this fool, we would have been on red flag three or four by now. Well, see, and this is the thing. Before hanging out with him, it has only ever been a simple exchange. I would never be just around him. Yeah. So every time I would see him, he would already he would still be sober and like acting like Mr. Cool. Yeah. Like he has it all together. Just wait. So I take him to 7-Eleven. He goes and buys more beer for himself, which he did ask, would you like me to get you anything? <laughs> I'm like, oh, what a gentleman, you know. <laughs> he asked if I wanted anything. His license is suspended and his car is beat to hell, but what a gentleman. <laughs> he offered to buy me a beer. <laughs> I low-key thought about gummy worms as soon as he left the car, but I was like, oh, fuck it, whatever. Anyway. How long ago was this? This was, I want to say it's 2018. Okay. Keep going. We're listening. So it was a while. It was several years ago. Yeah. No. I was like newly single from like a seven year thing. So I was wild at this point. And I, you know, I'd already committed. I set the goal. Yeah. And I I was going to conquer it. Yeah. And I'm texting Brooklyn this whole time. My roommate, like, you're not going to believe, like, I'm with so-and-so. And then I texted her and I'm like, oh shit. Now this is happening. I was like, this is happening. And I, like, I'm very, like, bl- like caught off guard at this point. Because even she was like, he must have a great job. So then we get back to his apartment. And when I immediately walk in, which I know I'm a clean freak, y'all. But there were literal, like, I've never seen, I have. I've seen some pretty bad homes and places. But this was, like, just obnoxious. Like, he threw a rager and just, like, left in his apartment. Like, not even, the couch cushions weren't even on the sofa. They were, like, just tumbled everywhere. And so, and he has this projector screen. I can literally see dust bunnies rolling across, but they're not, they're, like, tumbleweeds at this point. They weren't bunnies. They were huge. Rolling across the wood floor. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've got to get out of here. Like, I can't stay here long. And so I was trying to make my way, like, out of this situation. So then we make our way over to the sofa. He's trying to lay me on these unfastened cushions that were, like, toppled all over the ground and make out with me. And I was like, uh, like, can we just, like, go to the bedroom? Like, we're, we're committed at this point. We're just going to go. We're going to get it over with. Yeah. Uh, I should have just been like, I got to go. I got to poop or something. I don't know. No, I would have never said that. <laughs> she would have. So we get to his room. The door opens. The light goes on. And this it, his bedspread was beige. Oh, and not beige in, like, it came that color. Like, beige because... His white one had, I don't, there's no telling. But, so it was still dim in there. So I saw the beige beige comforter, but every, it was like, you know how some people will pull their comforter over their pillows? It was made in that aspect. So he can't wash his bedding, but he can make his bed. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So then... We just, you know, we get we get going. The lights go out. I don't even want to know what I'm rolling around in. And I feel 
a jarring sensation of him shoving his thumb up my butthole with no warning. <laughs> or permission. <laughs> or permission. And uh, I was like, do you like this? Ooh. Okay. So we're rolling around. Don't even want to know what I'm rolling in. Um, I mean, I couldn't enjoy it even if I wanted to, just because I was like, I'm ready to get the hell out of here. And he's just drunk and acting like an idiot. And then, so everything finally gets done. And, you know, he walks into his bathroom and flips the light on to go to the bathroom. And y'all, looking at this guy and the way he was dressed, you would assume he was this hard-bodied, sexy thing. And uh, it looked like He was like a deflated, like, you know, whenever a whoopee cushion is like deflate, like it literally looked like someone like deflated his body. Like the skin on his honey was like hanging. I'm very sorry about that. And so then I'm like, like this couldn't get, it keeps getting worse. And the whole time I'm texting Brooklyn, like, oh my God, his body is not what I thought it was either. No offense, I wasn't body shaming, but I definitely had a different view of what I thought it was going to look like. Then I start to see something out of the peripheral of oh, my, God, is it my a rat? eyes. <laughs> is it a mouse? Is it a rat? <laughs> no, no. Is it a loose wild animal, a raccoon? At this it was point? stains on his pillow. <laughs> I start to see it out of. So I'll, I kind of lean up because the bathroom's giving me more light. I turn and look, y'all. Like, it looked like puddles of blood on, across both of his pillows. And I said, uh... Did you go get a tetanus shot? Rabies? I mean, I, I got home and I, like, got in the shower and I was, I mean, I was freaking out. But, yeah, so I asked him, I said, um, Tyler, what's his name? Tyler, uh, what is, um what's on your pillowcases? And he's like, oh, I get a lot of nosebleeds at night. Oh, God. And I'm like, from what? The level of cocaine you snorted the night before? Probably. Yeah, that's immediately what popped into my head. And so he came back in there, and he was huge. He was like six five. Came back in there, laid on me, put his arm across me. He was like, will you please stay? I need you to stay. And I was just like, fuck. So I just waited until I went to sleep, and I heard him snoring, and I slid out from under him, grabbed my clothes, didn't even put them on in the bedroom, and ran into the living room, and, like, I was putting my clothes on, I was running out the door. Oh, my God. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. I was in-person catfished. Yeah, that is. You slept with him. I have been, but, yeah. You know what's wild, though? So, like, never talked to him again after that. I even told my friend Jaren, you need to be more careful about the weirdos you hang out with. (laughs) (laughs) He's weird. (laughs) Because homeboy has got something else going on. This is what's wild, though. A year goes by, and I get like, he would never post on social media while he posted this day. Tell me how this fool was married to a beautiful woman and had moved to Houston. He must have met her out and was always visiting her. I tried to find him on social media to see where he was at at this point. I couldn't find him, but I'm going to. And I'm going to give you an update if he's divorced yet or not. That's intense. Maybe he got sober. Maybe he did that. Y'all, I don't think it would have taken more of a sober human being 
to fix what all the things he had going on. Well, that's how I felt about that one guy who recently, remember I told you that that weirdo uh, who took me out to... Oh, God. What's yeah. it called? Uh, Papa Bros. We'll call him Bro or something. But Papa Stank. Papa's Bros. Then Papa's Bros. The really nice one. But anyway, no, he, uh, same thing. So the, while you were telling me the story, <laughs> I met this guy. He was referred to me from a, a client friend, mm-hmm. um, someone I've known for a long time. And when I talked to him, he was getting ready to go skiing. He was very intelligent. If we had, and he was in North Carolina because he traveled for work. I mean, yeah. because I did his insurance, I knew that he made a million dollars a year. Like, I mean, we, I knew he looked on paper like a good, great catch. Yeah, I remember her first telling me about him. Yeah, when I first met. And it wasn't necessarily the money, but it was just he looks like he has his shit together. And we, I remember, yeah, I remember conversated saying, well, like, yeah, yeah we kind of had a nice flow. And you're like, even if I'm not attracted to him, we at least have good conversation. Yeah. Well, then he enjoyed our conversation as well, Mm -hmm. and so he got my phone number and then was texting me, and he was kind of drunk, and it was on Mother's Day a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I was like, okay, and he's like, I'm going to be coming back to Texas. He'd been golfing. I was like, it's Mother's Day. It's a Sunday. It's beautiful. I'm day drinking. It's cool. You know, I didn't have my kids that day, Uh, but anyway, and so... We end up talking for like 20 hours, so you feel like you get to know someone, you know, you have so much conversation. We go out, I'm not even at a place where I can even talk about what happened in those two exchanges, but it was insane. It was insane. And uh, took me on this like nice dinner, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's great, I'm happy. And then I guess Homeboy also had a hidden coat problem, because it was like, we, we leave, and he... I guess that becomes a part of the equation at some point, and all of a sudden he is a the most unhinged human being I have ever it was like been. Like zero to one hundred. One a hundred thousand, like the most hot mess of a human being I've ever been around in my entire life. Yeah. And uh, fuck, and he was an ass. Like he just, I mean, I not too. Oh god, it's terrible. This is you my- don't have to do like. I would just be like. This is the worst day of my life. Uh, mm-hmm. We had had this like whole day. We've gone over. Um, actually, I, I, like you said, we had talked for a lot. We had gone out before, and then and that time it was okay. Um, yeah. uh, and then there was no. It was said it was it okay. It was not okay. It, it was, was okay. there was still some very odd behavior. There were some red flags, but it was. But a- Lauren was like ready to just kind of get out and have a good time, and this guy was wanting to like. I needed wine to and in. dine her. It was, and so she was like, "It's fine." I'm just gonna get through it. Was it was the first guy since Satan. It was mm-hmm. the first guy since I since I've got my knee, the whole big thing off from having my knee surgery. Yeah. So much like Tyler in your situation, I was determined this was yeah. gonna happen. Well, and I think she even I remember when we were texting and you're like, I'm just gonna push through. Like I also see. think these things are odd, but we're just gonna push through. It was it was okay. I was like, this is gonna be okay. Yeah. We're gonna get through it. And so well, and so then I ended up like, uh, so I went over there and he was kind of drunk and he's like, uh, we had already slept together and it was fun. And so he's like, why don't you stay? And I I was like, well, I can't tonight, but I can come tomorrow and bring Zoe, my dog. Yeah. So I came over and he had made like brunch earlier in the day and we like 
everything was good. He has a really nice place. Like it was, everything seemed okay. It was like, this is strange, but we're also just going to appreciate that this is happening right now. And, uh, and he's like, do you want to go to dinner? I'm like, yeah, like that sounds nice. So we start out at one place. We literally go to P.F. Chang's. We're waiting on the, the wait list. And Love P.F. Chang's. Me too. And he's like, uh, we go across to have a drink. And then he's like, do you, um, the wait was long. He's like, but where's your favorite place? I was like, Papa's Bros. Like that's literally, it's a Michelin star restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It's one of my favorites. And uh, he was like, well, let's just go there. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, let's just go there. So how's an Uber pick us up? Go from P.F. Chang's to Papa's Bros. So we go and we have the, I get to have everything I want. I get to pick out a very nice bottle of wine. I get to have all the things. I think we have dessert. He's holding my hand on the table. Like, he was like, is it cheesy if we ask him to take our picture? I was like, we're not going to do all that. But like, literally like that's, I'm feeling sexed up. It's been a long time. Dinner is good. I'm a tourist and a foodie and that is the weight of my heart and vagina. And then he's like, well, do you want to go over to the strip club across the street? And I was like, mm, not really in a strip club, club kind of mood. I mean, I'm not. So I'm, you told him that? Yeah. I mean, I said, I'm not really in into a, like, in a strip club. I'm, I'm, I said, I'm feeling all fat and sassy. I'm not really, like, I'd rather go back. Yeah. And he was like, let's just go for a little bit. Uh, you can decide when to go. And I was like, okay. I mean, I don't mind going but to the strip club. But at that moment, were you a little annoyed that he wasn't like... Yeah, but, you know, I've one of the other times that I'd gone to a strip club with a guy, uh, which he he will be proud. He gave me, it took me on some of the most epic dates of my entire life. He, and he told me that was his goal. I'm going to take on the very best dates of your entire life. And he's successfully done that several times. One of those, at the tail end, after his big surprise, we stopped at a strip club. And he literally, I think, he gave me, like, several hundred dollars and, and once. And then bought us like a let me pick out the girl, and we got a couple's lap dance. We yeah, laughed and, and that's went home normal. and banged, and it was wonderful. Yeah, right. So in my mind, that was my only experience of going with a like guy Another like that. Man. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, well, you know, this has been fun. He's treating me like maybe this is what it'll be the same scenario. It'll be fun. So as we're walking in, I say to him, and we go to a classy er one, and. Uh, as we're walking in, I said, or maybe like right around then, I go, my only condition, my only thing that I ask is that when I say I'm ready to go, we leave. He said, of course. Yeah. It's okay. We walk in. We go to the bar to get a drink. He goes to the bathroom. He comes back and he's immediately like, Different. There is some level of dishevelment that is that happened in the five to seven minutes that he had gone missing. Yeah. And you have to understand, he has extremely nice shoes. I don't remember because it's several years ago, but he has. I mean, I, he had so many very nice. I think he had a fifty thousand dollar watch on. Like he looks like, like if, if those those women are professionals and they know, so they spot they they counted him head to toe and could tell what he had on. Yeah. Right. Like. And, uh, and so I'm completely clueless and this stripper comes over and says hi to both of us and then tells us where we can go sit. And so we, we go over there and I have a drink and he hands me some money and I think that this is okay, like for right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he, she comes back over after she dances 
And uh, I was even tipping her. Oh, it's really good pull. But she came over and he's like, hey, I'll be right back. I'm like, what? And he's like, I'll be right back. And I was like, I can't really. Like he went with, like she yeah. came and got him? Like she came over and they were had a conversation. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to go to the ATM to get more cash. I'll be right back. And I said, okay. He never came back. He does. He didn't come back. So I'm sitting there, and it's how long were you there, sitting there, and a so you fucking hour and a half? No, but how long were you sitting there before you realized, like, where it was, was probably I like a song or song, you know? Yeah, you're like, like, why is it taking so long? Yeah, like I was like, okay, what is happening, you know? Yeah. And so, and now all of a sudden I can't find him, but I'm also in a somewhat of a sketchy establishment. I'm not going to get up and go walking, or and I was wearing like a short little. Like, as a woman, you don't want to be a lone soldier there, right? Like, when you find your place, that's kind of where you stay. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? We're, and I'm looking around for him, and I can't find him. And then uh, one of the girls comes off the stage, and uh, somehow or another, she's like, oh, I think he's went in the back, in the back, the champagne room. And I'm like, what? And so I'm just sitting there for an hour and a half. Some some very nice man comes over, sits down next to me, and hands me a huge, like, $100 bills and ones. So I sit there, and I pass that out. What did I'm he do? He just handed him. them to you and walked away? No, he sat down next to me. Oh. He wasn't like, he, I think he did invite me to Did go. you tell him what yes. happened? And then, but, like, you understand, my dog and my car keys, because we had Ubered there, are in his place. Yeah. So I can't, like, even if I wanted to leave, I my, uh, my car is there with my keys inside. It's not like I have them. And my dog is inside because the day before that was, oh, you can just bring her so we don't, yeah. we're not pressed for time. We'll never, ever do that again. And so, uh, but anyway, yeah, he completely abandoned me, left me alone. This couple, this nice couple invites me to come sit with him. And I mean, at this point, I'm texting Deidre. I'm texting Christine. I am very upset i'm panicked because i don't know it's literally been over an hour yeah. an hour and a half and so finally this fucking woman the stripper comes out and she comes over and she she's like hey he said you can come back there if you if you want to now and i go or if you want to come back there with us and i go no i want to leave tell him i need his car keys right now and she's like, well, I'm not going to tell him. I was like, I'm not. And he comes and he kind of like walks out. His belt is undone. He looks, his shirt's all untucked. His hair is fucked. He looks like he's probably been snorting blow off his stripper's ass for the past hour and a half. Like, I don't have a fucking clue, okay? But I'm disgusted and upset and angry. And I'm just like, all of it. He goes and he like... I, I, like, go tell him we need to leave. And he's, like, or I go to tell him that. And he starts walking back there with her again. So I... Oh, because he probably assumed you were following. Yeah, so I, I'm... That's not what's happening. So I walk back there, and they let me go back there. Yeah. And he's in there, and he's, like, sitting down, and she's, like, it's like kind of walking up. I, I don't know. Uh. And I go... I need your keys. He's like, what? I was like, I need your, your keys right now. And he's like, I'm not giving you my keys. And I go, 
No, you're 100% giving me your, I was very curt, and I didn't want to talk about direct. I was like, give me your fucking keys to your place right now. And I took them, and then I, I was like, you can Uber back there. I will leave them unlocked underneath a mat, but I'm fucking leaving. And so I called an Uber, and uh, he tries to come out. Oh, he sends the stripper out to get the keys for me while I'm waiting on the Uber. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, you can go fuck yourself. Both of you can. Like, this is like, I don't know. So then he comes out, and he tries to, like, give me my keys. I go out, he's like, I'm trying to invite you back there. I asked her where my girlfriend was. I was like, first of all, I'm not your girlfriend. And uh, anyway, so I left, and I went back. I, I did leave with his keys, and mm-hmm. I went to, uh, I was, he had some legal edibles, uh, and I, I cleaned him out there, and then he had gotten to Clinique, and we're somewhere in the mall, and he got all of this, like, I mean, he probably had several hundred dollars worth of, uh, like, samples. I mean, it wasn't, like, and he, yeah. he got them discounted, and he had already kind of offered them to me. But I took them, and then I took my lip liner, and I wrote, ew, like, huge on his bathroom window. And I, like, <laughs> I don't know what else I did, but I was fucking mad. And I, oh, I think I, I wrote a note, like, thanks for the shit. Like, I was so pissed. Like, he owed mm-hmm. me for my uh, time, time, my Uber, distress. I could have sued him for fucking... She was very upset. I was, like, driving home from Broken Bow and you called and you were like, you're not gonna love it! And I was like, (laughs) I mean, my mind was blown. Yeah, so that was my worst date ever. And then he tried... So, anyway, so he, he was still my client. So, unfortunately... I was like, you not left him though. Yeah, I did, but then he called. So he's been calling or randomly texting me. I don't respond. Um, but then he, because he did the next day, he apologized. Like, I'm sorry. I was like, I don't ever no, want to talk to you again. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then he randomly, he's been calling, and I guess he follows us. And uh, he was like, hey, thanks for not ever mentioning I'm the jerk of the week. You're the jerk of the fucking century. So we're going to bring that back for this one, because uh, yeah. that's what you are. Um, jerk but, of the century. Yeah, he he definitely was like, but uh, y'all are funny. He's like, you're a good girl, and I don't know what was going on. I was like, what? he's up in North Carolina, and so now he's sober again. I go, the problem is, is you're oh. a raging, disgusting addict. And the moment that you get out of, like, that environment, like, you can't... He's like, I know. He didn't drink till he was 31. He was raised by... He was like a... Past, like, he was all of these things. He started making a bunch of money, moves here, and then goes just fucking wild. And he probably had genetic tendencies. Yeah, so, anyway. Gross. But that was, uh, yeah, he called and said that. We love dating. But... So With Adrian Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you supposed to know? Everyone's like, how did that happen? I'm like, I went on a nice dinner date. I, I That's what I'm saying. This is, that, that is the one thing my mother says to me every single time. After, like, dating or talking to someone for several months, she's like, how did you let this get so far in daydream? Like, how did you not know? Ma, and I tell her every time, and I don't think she gets it. I'm like... People don't show they're crazy until later. Statistically, around three months. The first couple dates could be wonderful. He could have the best. Satan was the was the fucking best. He was calm. You never. He talked to no. me and communicated. And what I remember telling friends bragging, it was the healthiest uh, oh. conflict we had Talk ever about had. She was ready to go to the altar. Oh, I thought I was going to marry him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was committed. And he, but he 
he, he seemed so wonderful. He seemed so great. And then he was Satan. He was fucking Satan. It was awful. But, uh, yeah, so this guy, same thing. That was my in-person catfishing. Oh, I'm, and he's tall and handsome and dressed. Mine was less yeah. that. Mine was more of... Yeah, but I, like, to me, those are the things... A facade. That, he had a whole facade on. Yeah, but you still... Yeah. Mine was, I'd already slept with him, and I was so grossed out. Like, he is in there, and we literally had sex, like, three hours ago. Like, I felt so Could you, I know. Could you imagine what he did before? Ugh. No, I mean, you know what? I literally got around... I got an STD test... Um, I got, and I, before I even got an STD test, this is how fucking crazy I was about it. I called in a round of antibiotics on telemedicine and took a round of penicillin without even, because my doctor couldn't get me in for two weeks. And I was so fucking afraid of what had just been, I just been exposed to. And we use protection, but you don't fucking know, meaning, Mm -hmm. you know, mouth stuff. So... Anyway, yeah, I went and got an STD test and did all the things and made sure because I was disgusted. Strippers deserve an award. She, she do you know what he told me one time when he, like, when he called Paul, she's like, she got $20,000 off me. I go, well, you're a fucking idiot. He had to have been lying. No, Offer? no, they, no. Like they she stole? Like, they, they ran his credit card for the champagne room that they set a fee. They have a fee. And he, What's the fee? I don't, I don't know what he, I don't know. But I was like, did you sleep? It was, I was so grossed out. It's wild. So anyway, uh, I think I'm going to go get a tattoo this weekend. Hopefully I'll get it in with someone young and not crazy. And, mm-hmm. uh, and 